Hey guys, my name is Jaron and welcome to the first episode of Fruit Four. In these first four episodes, we're going to be talking about the animal of the tower. And these first four episodes will make up a mini-series where every episode we talk about a different part of the cow and a different food that could come from said part of the cow. Now, after these four episodes, there's going to be a two-week period where I don't upload and then the next four episodes will kick in. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the upper left shoulder of the cow and today's food will be covering its top sirloin steak. Now onto the history. The name Solon comes from the French word Sylvain, Sir S-U-I meaning above and long L-O-N-G-E meaning loin. According to VintageNews.com, one story of where Solon comes from is in the 1400s, King Charles II visits the estate of Huntington in Lancashire, England. While visiting the family and setting royal business, he was served a large cut of beef. It is said that he found the large cut of beef so delicious that he stated a noble joint. By St. George, it shall have a title. He suddenly drew his sword and knighted it at the table, saying, Moin, we dub the knight, I henceforward be so one. A few other variations with this story are with King Henry VIII and King James I. Although it is said that King James I would have been more believable because he had more odd behavior at the time. It was steak was generally eaten by the rich at the time and served in feasts that they would partake in. In the present day, though, Solon can be found all around the world. But this is especially true for places like Argentina and the U.S., which eat, which tend to eat a lot of steak. Over 80% of the population eat steak, and 0.15% of pounds are consumed each day, which comes out to 55 pounds a year. And now, on steak, everything you need to know about cooking it. There are many different ways of cooking the cellular steak, including grilling, searing, sous vide, among others. And I'm going to explain those three today. Sous vide is French word when translated to English, means under a vacuum. And it's when you vacuum seal a steak in an airtight bag and put it in water that at a specific temperature for a long period of time. Grilling is cooking anything, or in this case, top soil steak, on a grate under hot coals, and searing is cooking something at very, very high heat. And later in this episode, I'll be showing you how to sear the top soil steak, which is my favorite way of cooking it. Before cooking, though, I want to explain a few things about the ingredients. For seared sealing, you're going to need oil, garlic, butter, and rosemary. You're going to want to use a high smoke point oil, and a high smoke point oil means that the oil has to be at a very high temperature in order for it to start to smoke. Examples of high smoke point oils are peanut oil and canola oil. An oil is considered to have a high smoke point when it's above 400 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, getting seasoning, seasoning is very important when it comes to steak. It helps develop the flavor with steaks that may not have as much fat as others, which may not, which may need less seasoning. And different ways of cooking might require different seasonings. For example, you might only use salt and pepper when seasoning, or you might use a dry rub for grilling. And it really depends on what steak you're using, because some steaks you might want to use more seasonings, or different types of seasonings when searing, and some might not. Every steak is different, it may require more or less seasoning to make it taste good. Now, getting into cooking top still one steak. First, you're going to need a frying pan or cast iron skillet. Cast iron skillets are better at trapping heat, but frying pans also work well for searing. Turn the heat on high, 
and let half a tablespoon of oil sit for four minutes to let it reach its smoke point. This may slightly vary depending on what oil you're using, and in this recipe, I'll be using peanut oil. Pat your steak dry, and you want to do this because a wet steak can prevent a good crust from forming, and when water comes into contact with oil, it's possible for it to start a fire, and we do not want that. Season with salt and pepper, and when seasoning, you're going to want to use a lot of seasoning because the majority of it will get burnt off during the searing process. You can use other seasonings as well, but just for this recipe I'll be using today, I'm just going to be using salt and pepper. You're going to, you're going to want to use coarse pepper so the steak doesn't burn and it doesn't taste bitter. Once your oil has reached its smoke point or 4 minutes has passed, put your steak on your pan and cook for another 4 minutes on one side and then flip it and cook for another 3 or 4 minutes on the other side. After cooking both sides, use tongs. You can use other things, but I think tongs look the best to cook the edges. This takes about one minute per edge. Now, when finished cooking each edge, reduce the heat and add two tablespoons of butter, two quartered garlic cloves, and a sprig of rosemary. When the butter has melted, spoon the butter, melted butter over the steak, and this will be called butter basic. To do this, tilt your pan so the melted butter goes into your spoon and then pour it onto your steak. Keep doing this until the steak is 7 degrees away from your desired doneness. 145 degrees is medium rare, 160 degrees Fahrenheit is medium, and 170 degrees Fahrenheit is well done. Now, after you've gotten your steak 7 degrees away from your desired doneness, you're going to want to take it off the heat and put it onto a cover board and cover it loosely with foil. This is called resting your steak, and it is very important when cooking steak not only when searing it, but cooking it in general. Because resting makes sh make sure that the steak's juices stay in and it doesn't bleed out. Because when a steak's juices bleed out, it will become dry and no one wants to eat a dry steak. And when resting, steaks also finish cooking, which is why we take it off 7 degrees away from your desired doneness. Now, getting on to steak sizes specific with this recipe. In this recipe, I use a 1 in 1 fourth pound steak so if you use a bigger steak just keep in mind that you're gonna need more ingredients and that you're gonna want to cook the steak for longer it really depends though so to get an exact reading of the temperature you're gonna want to use a meat thermometer this makes sure that your steak isn't overcooked or undercooked with using smaller steaks it's gonna mean you'll be using less ingredients so for example if I use a one four and four pound steak I would be using half a tablespoon of oil rather than using one fourth tablespoon of oil for one pound steak. Resting time may differ throughout um, the steak sizes, so just keep that in mind as well. Next, extra seasoning you can add to your steak. When thinking about what you should put on your sirloin, think of things that would complement its flavor and not harm it. To get a sense of what those could be, let's look at Top Sirloin Steak's flavor profile. Now, the steak has a pretty beefy flavor, but this means that it adds a huge flavor to recipes with it, and it can hold seasoning pretty well. Things like basil, sage, and rosemary all pair well with it, and herbs tend to go well with steak in general. You could also use cayenne, cumin, curry powder, dry mustard powder, garlic powder, and onion powder, among others. Those are just some extra seasoning that you can add to your steak, besides salt and pepper. Now, onto the sides that you could pair with sirloin steak. Things 
all things like mac and cheese, baked potatoes, or french fries, corn on the cob, and coleslaw would all work well. Now there are many things that could go with sirloin, so don't worry about just making those. The possibilities are limitless. Now to the outro. Alright guys, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and be sure to like and follow so you don't miss the next episode in a week. Stay tuned for that. But before this episode ends, I just want to talk about a few stuff with New Year's and all that. First, thank you to all you guys who are watching this podcast. I know it released a few days late, but that was just due to some scripting and technology issues. Second of all, uh, Happy New Year's. Because when I'm releasing this, I'm pretty sure it won't either be New Year's or right before New Year's. So, Happy New Year's to everyone. I hope 2023 is good to all of you. I'm excited for what 2023 has in store for me and this podcast especially. And I think this podcast has gotten off to a good start. I think that's all. And I really just wanted to talk about a few things with New Year's and all that. Um, Happy Holidays. I know that was few days late too since this podcast was supposed to drop on December 22nd uh, Merry Christmas Happy Hanukkah all of that I'm Jalen and this is the end of the first episode of Food Lord and I'll see you guys next year and next week <laughs>